listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Radio Network. I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week. Minnesota Vikings rookie receiver Jordan Addison was cited last Thursday morning for speed and reckless driving after an officer clocked him driving 140 miles an hour on a freeway just outside of St. Paul, according to the incident report released from the Minnesota State Patrol. Addison, age 21, and the number 23 pick of the draft, was not arrested. How the hell wasn't he arrested? But the investigation into the incident is ongoing. In a statement last week, the Vikings said, we are aware of the traffic incident involving Jordan Addison and are gathering additional information. This is where it gets interesting. According to the police report, a patrol officer was traveling eastbound on Interstate 94 just after 3 a.m. when they observed a driver in a Lamborghini Urus. So this is a Urus. This isn't, this isn't a spider. This isn't a vet. This isn't a, a Bugatti. This is a Lamborghini Urus. This is an SUV, which was traveling 140 miles an hour in a 55-mile-per-hour zone. The trooper made a traffic stop and, and identified Addison as driver. I'm curious to the listeners out there, because he wasn't arrested. He obviously wasn't drunk. It was 3 in the morning. So if you're not drunk at 3 in the morning, Lance J's, uh, Lance J's spidey senses would would lead me to believe that that he had just finished getting it on with a with a beautiful co-ed, a lot of beautiful beautiful ladies in 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 Minneapolis. I remember Purple Rain, Apollonia. So he's coming home from from wherever he was. I'm I'm just making an assumption. He's coming home from wherever he was at three in the morning. Usually bad things happen at three in the morning. Being out at three in the morning on a on a weeknight, that's generally not going to end well. But these are these are grown arsemen. I'm I'm not in the camp of telling people what they can do, and what they can't do. But just as a rule of thumb, I'm 45. I'm an old guy. The older you get, being out at three in the morning is is bad. Especially if you're driving a, a Lambo, yours, because that that means that the that the Jack Boys, the Jack Boys are out at three in the morning. They're probably not out hanging around as much at, at 10 p.m. But 3 in the morning, you're driving a Urus, um, things, could, things could end badly for you. So you have to, you have to figure that out, uh, Jordan Addison. He'll have to figure that out for himself as he gets older. But I'm just curious, because I'm not, I'm not a judgmental person. I'm curious, what's the fastest? You, you listening in, in the audience out there, whether you're listening on Lance Day Plus or you're, or you're listening on one of our radio affiliates around the country, what is the fastest that you've ever driven your car? I don't I don't mean now now Carlin Great, one of our co-hosts and a former caller to the show. He actually used to drive NASCAR. Like he he drove he drove race car. He's a he's a race car driver. I'm not talking about people like like that. I'm talking about you typical typical Joe fan. I remember my my first car was a was a Mazda protege and it was like this dark turquoise color. 
And I I loved that car. I I loved it. I I wish that that I still had it. I'll just keep it as as a relic, as a trophy. I drove all over the the East Coast in that car, you know, being 19, 20, 21, just whipping that thing all over the place. I was racing one of one of my friends in Columbus, Ohio, up I-71. We were we were racing between Polaris Parkway and I think the exit for for Delaware, Ohio. So there's like this there's like this 8-mile stretch north of Columbus, Ohio where I grew up. And I live way out the burbs. I was like the last exit on the freeway before before you get out of Metro Columbus. And I was racing one of my friends. This 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 car was obviously not a, a high horsepower car. Was, this car was not built for racing. I whipped that up to 110. And it started shaking. And I kind of got scared. I was like 110, maybe 112. I was like, this is this is way too fast for this car. But that was reckless driving. Not not just the speed, just to drive 110 in a protege. It's not built for that. Now, before before I got the G-Cast, I, I briefly had, I think for about six months, I had a Porsche Cayenne. I can't be judgmental. If you ever had a car, like a like a Porsche or one of these high-end BMWs or, or Benzes, I'm not even talking about rich people that are driving a, a Bugatti or something like that, but a car that, that has the horsepower, some of these Teslas, you can you can be driving on the highway, and next thing you know, you're going 110, 115, because they're just built different. And the Porsche that I had, of all the cars that I've had, that Porsche Cayenne, I loved that car. Now, for business reasons, um, IRS code 179, I, I moved to to the G-Cast. So the G-Wagon that, that I used to, to record in and, and to do tailgating, that's a, that's a, a six-figure tax write-off. And that's why I moved to that. But before that, I had this Porsche Cayenne, and that thing was amazing. That car, that car had so much kick and so much power, and I just absolutely loved driving that car. Uh, being in there it was like a cockpit. It was like a spaceship. It was like flying a plane. If you if you think about um, on what's that movie with Will Smith where he's saving the world? That's that's all the movies that he's in. Independence Day, when him and Jeff Bloom. We're flying the alien spaceship to, to transport a bomb to, to blow up the, the, the mothership. That's what driving a Porsche feels like. And I'm going to be honest, I, I don't want to rat myself out. I, I whipped that thing. I was driving to Huntsville from, from Cashville to, to visit my family. I was driving that thing, man. It was, it was an open stretch of highway, and, and I got it up to 130. And at, and at 130, that, that Porsche was, that Porsche, it was like, it was like Lou. I can do I can do more than this. Like like give me more speed. Give me more power. So I'm not I'm not judgmental of of Jordan Addison but but one one I think I was driving 130 on the open highway. This was like in a in a 70 cuz I'm on the open road like I'm in the middle of nowhere. Driving driving 140 in the city, that's a little different. Cuz you have you have people that that are driving. It's it's not open road. That that's probably not a good idea. I don't want to be judgmental. And I definitely can't afford a, a Lamborghini Urus, but um, but but just a very interesting story. Hit hit me up, hit me up on on Graham at Paragon Seven Studios. I'm curious, what's the fastest that you've ever whipped your car? Lance J Show live from the Paragon Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon. Paragon. 
Five seconds left on the clock. I don't think AM is watching the clock. Has to shoot a long three. Oh! Made it! He pulled up from Kahina at the, at the end of the shot clock. Messiah Thompson. Oh my! Oh my! That might have been the dagger. That might have been the dagger. That is definitely the dagger. That might have been the dagger. I don't know if he made that on skill or luck, but the shot clock was winding down. AM didn't realize. And Messiah Thompson had to pull up and shoot that, and he cashed it out again. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. At the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program, we give you a network that includes 95% of doctors in the U.S. Referral-free access to specialists. Even gym discounts and incentives. All so we can help you get back to feeling your best. See what we can do for you. James Lewis. But of course, her being the older cousin and in charge, we're, we're back there by ourselves. She's playing with this hornet's nest. She's, she's throwing rocks and throwing sticks into it. The bees are buzzing. They get a little frustrated and they get a little angry. And then she would stop. Finally, she throws a stick at the hornet's nest, and the hornet's nest completely falls out of the tree. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. So Marquita beats me to the back door. Now, instead of, instead of making sure that, that her little cousin Jay gets in and, and she, she opens the door and makes sure that, that I'm out of harm's way because we're getting chased by, by a nest full of, full of angry hornets, Marquita does the exact opposite. She holds on to that door for dear life. It uses me as a human shield. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. 